to the Self-Help Songwriter Podcast, a place for self-healers and music lovers. I'm Hannah Francis, your host. I'm a singer-songwriter who is obsessed with self-help, as you might imagine, and I use songwriting as my primary self-help tool. I am certain that the answers to life's big questions lie within each of us, and on this podcast, we search for these answers by analyzing songs, songwriting, and self-help and where those things intersect. And today we are continuing our monthly segment. I'm so excited where I break down a self-help book. So, and today I'm so excited to bring you guys my absolute favorite self-help book of all time. Yes, that's correct. Number one, this is my Desert Island book, A New Earth by Eckhart Tolle. It is so good. So whether you've read this or not, I'm sure you will get a lot out of this episode. I'm going to read you some of my favorite bits of it and just talk about, yeah, I think some of the most um, influential parts for me because this book, I think, really encompasses almost everything with self-help that you really need to know in order to have a good life. I really... Maybe it's just the way this book speaks to me, but I really think that this, that it's explained so well. So yeah, this is really about a new earth. It's so the subtitle is create a better life. And you know what? Let me just get into it. Okay. So this book begins, it talks a lot about the ego and the pain body and just identification at all so he says that like by the okay here's one quote right now the more you make your thoughts beliefs into your identity the more cut off you are from the spiritual dimension within yourself so and then he says many religious people are stuck at that level they equate truth with thought and they are completely identified with thought their mind So he introduces this idea that there's, you know, something that is kind of unknowable to us um, in a certain way and and that we need that there's a surrender that needs to happen. That's the that's a theme. in like I think every single self-help book like surrender of some kind is um, necessary. And he doesn't use the word, though, I wouldn't say or maybe he does, but that's not the main lingo that he uses to communicate the idea of surrender. Um, He uses acceptance. So just accepting what is. And because here's the thing, the ego always is fighting what is. Um, The ego always wants to be the ego always wants to be unhappy. Basically, it thrives on drama. And he and anyway, so it's um, interesting. You can notice, and he gives you a lot of pointers with how to recognize the ego within yourself and others and how to kind of detach yourself from reactivity, which is what the ego thrives on. Um, 
so but here he, the solution there um because you're never going to like totally get rid of it's not like oh pain body is bad or the ego is bad you're not trying to like totally get rid of it it's not about that it's just about giving it space and feeling other things too because yeah so many of us we just avoid the pain and that's literally our whole life I mean you can look around if people who are like really and I mean myself included I mean I'm not an exception I mean I'm I'm trying I'm aware of it so at least you know working on it but you know you can look around at people or even look in the mirror and notice if there's any kind of you know, franticness or the sense of like avoidance of something or it's not like, oh, you're going after something. It's more like you're going after that because you want to avoid not having it kind of thing. So it's more like fear and lack is really behind driving everything. Um, and that's, yeah, ego and pain body because we're, we're scared. We're so scared, which is so normal and it's okay. It's okay. We, we don't need to pathologize our humanity anymore okay you are allowed to be scared you are allowed to have an ego you're allowed to have a reaction okay you nobody expects you to be perfect and certainly you should not expect yourself to be perfect and people who expect that of you maybe distance yourself because that's not healthy (laughs) it's not realistic okay people really need to cut everyone including themselves and each other some slack and because we all have this capacity for ego and reactivity and and triggering each other so I want to read you guys um, a part of a page here from one of the first chapters called the core of ego Um, he says the ego always wants something from other people or situations there is always a hidden agenda always a sense of not enough yet of insufficiency and lack that needs to be filled. It uses people and situations to get what it wants, and even when it succeeds, it is never satisfied for long. Often it is thwarted in its aims, and for the most part, the gap between I want and what is becomes a constant source of upset and anguish. Sound familiar? The famous and now classic pop song... Excuse me. The famous and now classic pop song, I Can't Get No Satisfaction, is the song of the ego. I love, I, you see why I picked this, this little excerpt. The underlying emotion that governs all activity of the ego is fear. The fear of being nobody, the fear of non-existence, the fear of death. All its activities are ultimately designed to eliminate this fear, but the most the ego can ever do is to cover it up temporarily with an intimate relationship, a new possession, or winning at this or that. Illusion will never satisfy you. Only the truth of who you are, if realized, will set you free. And I love this part. Why fear? Because the ego arises by identification with form, and deep down it knows that no forms are permanent, that they are all fleeting. So there is always a sense of insecurity around the ego, even if on the outside it appears confident. So I love that. Like you just cannot win with the ego. And that's where the ego fails. It's not evil. It's just not helpful. It's just short-sighted as hell. And it's really not going to get us where we want to go. It's not really in alignment with what we really, really think. So there you go. 
Here's another quote, though, that I absolutely love. So fret not. These are leading in one into the next in a, it beautifully, okay? Trust me. Thank you for coming with me on this journey, okay? And by the way, tag me in your favorite takeaways or write to me um, self, at selfhelpsongwriter on Instagram or, you know, selfhelpsongwriter.com is my website. You can find everything on there. Um, yes, or, you know, in your five-star review, let me know if you love these book review episodes and which one was your favorite and what you learned. Um, I love hearing from you. And of course, those five-star reviews are just so appreciated, really help. So here is such a gorgeous little solution from, for the ego, you know, quote unquote problem or the quest, it's an answer to the ego question. He says, and it's very short, egoic patterns, even long-standing ones, sometimes dissolve almost miraculously when you don't oppose them internally. So there you go. Yeah, I just, that's so good. I'm just going to read the next sentence. Opposition only gives them renewed strength. So there we go. Okay, I'm going to read the next sentence because it's advice. I'm so sorry. You're so welcome. But even if they don't, you can, you can then accept your parents' behavior with compassion without needing to react to it, that is to say, without personalizing it. So there you go. It's just much more helpful in interacting with other people to not oppose the ego, but to instead just not oppose them internally is a key here okay you can be like I wasn't opposing them okay but like oh weren't you though inside I mean energy is real people everyone knows what's really going on I think at all times just some people are not consciously aware of that most people probably are not consciously aware of that but many of us are and probably if you're listening you might be a little bit more interested in being more aware of that so Yes, I love that. Okay, but the thing I love most, <laughs> the thing I love most is the, all of these answers that he gives. Again, um, this non-reactivity and just non-opposition um, and just to be able to accept things within yourself and that will just smooth things over. I love that idea. Again, if you're like, how, why? Read the book. He wrote a book, okay? I'm not going to like go into it that much. This is like a very short summary um, to pique your interest and to summarize my um, favorite parts. Um, and by the way, ladies, he says here, um, so guys, just skip forward a minute or so. Um, because the ego was never as deeply rooted in women, it is losing its hold on women more quickly than on men. <laughs> so there you go. Um, and we can see that, right? Like we all know that. That's like just an open secret among women that like we, we have, we're just way more in tune with what's really going on. We have a little, we have, we tend to on average have a slightly heightened awareness. I think a lot of men seem to sense that. You know what we're talking about. If you're listening to this podcast, you probably you probably get that, right? That's obvious. <laughs> that should be obvious. Again, hashtag not all women or whatever gender you want. Um, 
Okay, so that's the thing. If you're a woman, you are playing an especially important role in the global awakening. This is, he gives you a little bit of a call to action, which is beautiful. So he's really like anti-patriarchy, which is obviously something that I am very, you know, pro. I'm pro anti, <laughs> pro anti-patriarchy. Okay, here is, and I'm going to leave you just with two more little tidbits. Okay. The, and super, super fun ones. Super fun ones. And okay, well, one's a little tidbit and one's a three-part tidbit. Okay. <laughs> this one, um, okay, I love this so much. He says, laughter is extraordinarily liberating as well as healing. Yes. So there you go. Um, and it's really because seriousness is really is egoic, basically. So making fun of things, being lighthearted about things that anything that makes you feel like unimportant, basically, is very good. Good for the soul, bad for the ego. Yes. Yeah, that's a line I came up with. Uh, yeah, over like that was in January. I think I was with my friend in Nashville. I was like, oh, yeah. Bad for the ego, good for the soul. <laughs> Isn't that cool? <laughs> uh, it's so funny how we can just make ourselves so proud. I don't know if, it, yeah, let me know if that resonates with you. If you're like, that's so basic. I'm so glad that made you happy though, Hannah. Um, let me know if, if you like that, please. Um, if you think it's stupid, please don't tell me. Thank you so much. I'm sensitive. <clears throat> okay, so, okay, one little, I'm going to sneak one in here. Sense the inner spaciousness that is the source and background to that experience. So anything that you are doing, whatever experience you're having, sense the inner spaciousness within you. That's a little take-homer there, a little in-betweener. And before the final part, oh my gosh, you guys. So this is what I love the most about this book this this is my favorite 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 part that just when I got to this part I was like are you serious I was already on board and now this is just absolutely the best book ever okay so okay first of all I'm just gonna put read this one little quote I'm also gonna put this on my Instagram it's so good future success is dependent upon and inseparable from the consciousness out of which the actions emanate okay so intention super important and then he mentions that right before going into what a drum roll the three modalities of awakened doing wait i should read that more <clears throat> the three modalities of awakened doing <laughs> there honestly it's so so good that's it's just this should be its own book this part and it's like, it's not very long either. So the three modalities are, I know you're like on the edge of your seat. They are number one, acceptance. Number two, enjoyment. And number three, enthusiasm. Oh yes. So these are the three modalities of awakened doing. Because you're like, Hannah, okay, fine. Like ego, bye. Then like now what? Like what? What can I do, right? I can't react like, oh my God, what can I do? These three things, you can do these three things depending on how you're doing. So acceptance, whatever you cannot enjoy doing, you can at least accept that this is what you are doing. So here, I'm just going to read you a little 
excerpt from the acceptance section. Performing an action in the state of acceptance means you are at peace while you do it. That peace is a subtle energy vibration which then flows into what you do. On the surface, acceptance look lo looks like a passive state, but in reality, it is active and creative because it brings something entirely new into this world. That peace, that subtle energy vibration is consciousness. And one of the ways in which it enters this world is through surrendered action, one aspect of which is acceptance. So, and then he goes on to say, if you can neither enjoy or bring acceptance to what you do, stop. Yeah, so just stop. You have to accept what you're doing. Otherwise, yeah, you're just really swimming upstream. Number two, enjoyment. So he says, on the new earth, enjoyment will replace wanting as the motivating power behind people's actions. I love that. He says, when the, universe, when the creative power of the universe becomes conscious of itself, it manifests as joy. So that is, I love that so much. So like, yeah, when you're so happy and you're aware of being happy, that's just the sweetest, sweetest little thing. So, and he goes on to say, you will enjoy any activity in which you are fully present. So there you go. There you go. Presence is kind of the key. He also wrote another book called The Power of Now, which is all about presence. It's literally, literally the, all about it. All about it. Number three, enthusiasm. <laughs> yeah, I... I'm often enthusiastic about things you might have noticed. Okay, but I also am sad often, okay? But I'm not going to hit record when I'm sad. Or maybe I will, but then by the time I'm talking to you, I'm going to be happy shortly. And <laughs> yes, so he says enthusiasm means there is a deep enjoyment in what you do plus the added element of a goal or a vision you work toward. Okay. Sure, sure, sure. Sure. I don't know. I feel like I don't always have goals. Um, I can be pretty enthusiastic without goals. I think it depends on your personality. But we all get what he's saying. Like maybe we all have different types of goals. Maybe my goal is to enjoy myself, for example. So, okay. Um, I wanted to read you one more little excerpt from this uh, enjoyment or from this enthusiasm enthusiasm section okay he says you cannot manifest what you want you can only manifest what you have yeah you may get what you want through hard work and stress but that is not the way of the new earth so if any of those ideas appeal to you read this damn book all right I really need to get like an Amazon affiliate link I thought I think I had one I don't know what happened anyway um I didn't use it that's right and then it expired so I'm going to get a new one so that you guys can buy you know support the podcast by buying these books that makes so much sense right so definitely pick up these books but support your local bookstores though honestly if you can do that um, or Hoopla, highly recommend that's a, through your local library. If you're in the U.S., it's, everything is free. I'm not sure if A New Earth is on there, though. So, um, But actually, I think it is. 
check out a new earth let me know your favorite parts of this i can't believe that i talked to you guys by myself for 20 minutes but literally i could go on for forever and there's just so many incredible little takeaways and i feel like i barely even scratched the surface of what he talks about but i just let me know what you will take with you the most i i would really suggest if you're like i don't know what i will then definitely reflect on that inner spaciousness thing sense the spaciousness behind whatever you're doing and try to watch out for what you're really identifying with um, because we're just little blobs of stuff having an experience consciousness is really mysterious so let's just surrender to that and just look for the beauty and look for what we love and find things that we can be enthusiastic for and just also notice notice when you tend to be enthusiastic and maybe put yourself in that situation a little bit more Thank you for listening to the Self-Help Songwriter Podcast. I hope you found today's episode helpful and inspiring. Remember, you can always find more resources and information about my original music and my services, including custom songwriting and songwriting coaching at selfhelpsongwriter.com. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider leaving a five-star review on your favorite podcast platform or sharing it with a friend who might benefit from some inspiration and positive vibes. And don't forget to stay in touch. You can connect with me on social media or sign up for my newsletter on my website to receive updates about my latest music and offerings, special discounts, and more. Thank you so much again for tuning in. I appreciate every last one of you who listens. And please, I do mean it, really keep in touch. I really love to hear your opinion and I really appreciate it when you guys DM me with, you know, what your favorite takeaway was or when you share that on your stories and tag me. It really means so much to know that this is really resonating with you and giving to you what I want it to, what I'm trying to give you. So thank you for receiving that. Thank you for being a part of the self-help songwriter community. And if there's anything else that I can do to help support you in your songwriting or music loving journey, please don't hesitate to get in touch with me, whether it's through DM or email me selfhelpsongwriter at gmail.com. I love hearing from you and until next time, just find some local independent music and support them. Listen to some great tunes and boogie down and number one, whatever you do, enjoy your life. The power of music, we're learning how to use it now. Self-help songwriters. It's hard to be human, but songs can help you heal yourself. Self-help.